These are life skills that everybody should know how to do. Change a tire, sew a button on a shirt. There was like classes called home ec. And they taught you how to bake a shitty <laughs> apple pie. Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Cracking a Cold One with the Boys. I'm your boy Blair. I'm your boy Rez. <laughs> and I'm your girl Joe. <laughs> wow, that's. And we are the boys? Question mark. The boys. The wait, boys. Wait, what power do we have? Do you watch the boys? Are we, have you, do you even know anything about the boys? No. Oh, okay, that's another. Like, let's not get sponsored into that. Sponsored by Amazon Prime. <laughs> yeah, sponsored <laughs> by Amazon Prime. Uh, yo, b- before we get into the topic, what we're you know about to talk about, there's something I want to bring up. Rez, mm-hmm. what in the hell? Can you please elaborate? To us about this fucking dream you had. Oh my god! You're like what the fuck? Oh my god! When you, you messaged us, was, I was like, whoa. That whoa, was chill. the worst nightmare <laughs> of my life. Okay, you guys. Yeah. Please. Oh my god. Okay. So, um, I had a dream a couple nights ago. I'm one of those people that has like seven dreams a night, and I usually remember a couple of them. I woke up that morning in a cold fucking sweat because I had a dream that. Blair, Joe, and I were all going to take a (laughs) retreat. Kiana actually, which is the creepy part, was the one who orchestrated it. (laughs) And she's like, you guys need to go take a retreat. I think you guys just need to get away for like a weekend. Really connect as a group. And I'm like, okay. So we're going to the woods. And I'm like, oh, fuck, we're going to get murdered. Because like everybody goes to a cabin in the woods, they get murdered. And everybody knows, sorry, Blair, the black person gets killed first. Not not really anymore, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) But so anyway, I was like, Oh no. I was like, okay, we're going to have fun. Like we're just going to get drunk in a cab and have a good time. And we're driving in the car and Blair was like, but Joe, haven't you ever had butt sex? (laughs) (laughs) Are you fucking (laughs) And Joe was like, no, no, I can't believe I haven't. (laughs) And he's like, like, and like, and Blair's like, I don't mean like with a woman, like with a man. And Blair and Joe was like, no. And and Blair's like, bro, you got to try it. (laughs) And so Joe Joe goes, Joe's like, I think I'd be open to it. But like, um, I'd have to be the top because that's the only way I'll be comfortable. (laughs) And so like, I'm sitting in the backseat of the car and I'm like, stopped eating my Gardettos because I'm like, what is happening? And so we're, we're, we're rolling up to the cabin and we decide that we're going to stay. And they're like, Blair's like, listen, bro, I'm just going to do you this solid. Like, let's seal our friendship. <laughs> and they were like, and Joe's like, that's a great idea. Like, we're going to we're going to have butt sex. And wow. I'm like, oh, my God, I have to be in the other room of this cabin while they have butt sex. <laughs> and so it ended up being that. Blair was the top. Joe was the bottom. But Blair was also giving Joe a hand job. What's happening? Wow. And I was pretending to sleep. Wow. And then we all left the cabin. Sure? Are you sure Marquette didn't pop up? No, surprisingly. I, like, you would have thought it'd be Marquette, but it wasn't. And so all of a sudden we're leaving the cabin and I'm like, Oh my God, are we all going to, we're never going to talk about this. And that's when Blair goes, so how was it, bud? (laughs) And Joe goes, you know what? Pretty good. I'd probably do it again. (laughs) And then I woke up sweating. Oh God. Rez, that wasn't a dream. (laughs) That was what we did last weekend. (laughs) (laughs) You were there. Team building exercise. (laughs) Pulls out out the camera and it's like everything was there. There's just a bunch of Polaroids and shit. We vlogged the whole thing. Go watch our YouTube. (laughs) Where do you think we brought the couch? (laughs) That is adulting 101, and that's the topic for the day. Now I'm playing. That's not what 
adulting is about. It's not <laughs> it having about weird sex dreams about your friends. Right? I mean, it is about bonding. It might be a part of all, it. It might, right? Be a part of it. Man, where can we go with this? Look, I, I, I'm going to just come out and say that my fucking credit sucks. Okay. Mm. And that's because I made bad fucking decisions and no one fucking told me anything. But now I know. You see, what's funny is a lot lot of people actually have go through that where they're like in their young 20s, they fuck their credit royally and then or they don't establish enough lines of credit. Yeah. And then before you know it, they're they're in a sticky situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, okay. so if you guys didn't guess today, we're we're talking about a topic that's actually been requested quite a bit about adulting and kind of. What we're using as the general context today is take a look at your parents or your guardians <laughs> or somebody you look up to who's in the generation above you and think, how the fuck do they own a home? <laughs> and they had right. children when they were younger than me. What drugs did they sell to get that? <laughs> <laughs> they, what? You yeah. know, so like, that's kind of where we're going with this. And yeah, I... I was weird with the credit game. I actually didn't get my first line of credit until like three-ish, four-ish years ago. Mm -hmm. And then I started accumulating more lines of credit, more lines of credit. And the one thing my parents told me, the only thing they really told me is, you must pay on time. Don't don't pay too many times. They're like, don't go look at your credit score. Like they told me all these things, but like the one main thing is they're like, pay on time. So the only thing I know is I got lucky. Mm -hmm. But my credit score is immaculate. Now, now it is, right? My, mine, yeah. yeah mine's, mine's what immaculate. about you, Joe? Yeah. Um, so my shit was good. Growing up, <laughs> it actually is not bad. So growing up, because my mom was like, never use a credit card. Never, ever, ever uh, use a credit card. Only use a debit. Because that is, you will you will only spend the money that you actually have. You, do, you never want to get... You never want to be like your father. No, <laughs> that was, that was okay. some of the times, <laughs> but because he was bad with money. Okay. But um, but even then, growing up, it's like okay, I'll just use a debit card because then yeah, you, you only use the money you have. And then finally, once I became like eighteen, and she's like, "You need a credit card." I'm like, "But I don't want it." Because then, like, I thought credit cards were bad. She's like, "No, now you got to build credit." I'm like, "I don't fucking get this. <laughs> like, why? Oh, yeah. Why if I don't need it? Like, why do I? Why what do I need do the you credit mean? card?" And then, yeah, the whole, so, so since then I've always, I only use my credit card for, for very, very, very specific things. And since I only use it just for that, mm-hmm. I have decent credit. Yeah. I, d- I don't have a credit card anymore. I, I got a credit card in uh, college and it was great. It was awesome. And yeah, so I just, I just <laughs> wasn't making payments on it. Not going to lie. Yeah. I was super fucking delinquent on it and it took me probably all the way from like what 2010 when i had it to 2013 to like finish paying that off because i was just like i I was in that like uh, i and and i think everybody hits this moment where like you get paid and then you're like i just got paid but i don't want to like i don't want to pay bills i just got my money and if i pay bills i'm gonna only have 15 bucks like how am I supposed to fucking have money to do anything else? And that was my mindset of just like I get paid, but I'm like, well, I don't want to pay my bills just yet. Like, and yeah, I realized I was just fucking stupid. It's so okay. It takes a while yeah. for some people to catch on to what we would call priorities. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Yep. So yeah, credit card is a is a dangerous game. It is. I've learned. Uh, are, were you guys? Did, did any of you guys take out loans for school? Student I, loans, yeah. No. Student loans? A scholarship? 
couple scholarships, but my main scholarship was by the Bank of Bruce, which is my father. Oh, Bank of Bruce. Um, I was like, what fucking bank, bank is that? My dad made me a deal where if I went to the University of Minnesota, which was one of the schools I got accepted to, and because it was the last year of reciprocity with Wisconsin, my dad was like, if you go to the school that's most affordable that I want you to go to, I'll pay off your education. And I was like, oh, shit. Fuck. Yeah. I don't want to go to Minnesota, but I can't turn that down. Oh, no. Don't turn that shit down. And Any regrets? No, honestly. Um, best regrets ever. <laughs> best regrets <laughs> of my ever. life, honestly. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I ended up making really great friends, and I ended up really getting on the trajectory of where I am in my current state of adulting now, which mm. I'm, I'm pretty happy with. As Drake mm. said, I think I like who I'm becoming. And, um, you know, I... I didn't like how fucking cold it was. I didn't like how close mm. to home it was. I hated the fact at the time it wasn't New York. Yep. Um, but I ended up finding some great restaurants, even better people, and had some great experiences. Had I not been in Minnesota, I probably wouldn't have come back around to the airline. Never would have gotten that experience and gotten to travel as much as I did. I wouldn't have flight benefits right now. Yeah. So, I mean, um, everything happens for a reason, for as corny as that sounds. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, what, definitely. What about you guys? I, I definitely took out student loans. Um, I uh, got a scholarship for theater, and then I had financial aid. Mm -hmm. And then a li the little bit of rest was like my mom. Mm -hmm. She did that. And then it wasn't until like I met this one like cool guy, a uh, good friend of mine, and he like mentioned to me, he's like, hey, man, are you familiar? Like, like I just got like 12 grand. I was like, oh, uh, not 12 grand, uh, 1200. I was like, oh, shit, from what? Oh, from a loan. I didn't even know anything about a loan or anything. I didn't know what a loan was. And that it accumulates interest. Yeah. And he was just like, yeah, you should see if you have it. And I saw it and I was like, whoa, I can get like $2,000 right now. And that's a ton of money when you're younger. And I've never had that. And I was just like, I want that. Everyone else fucking has it. Why can't I? And I took it out and, you know, I was just like, wow, this is kind of cool to have a lot of money at once. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I think I'm in like 16, yeah, 16,000 in debt, well, 18,000 in debt, which is less than a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I would say that um, much. I dated yeah. somebody who was over a hundred grand in debt oh, and him and I were serious and I was like, do you see us ending up together? And he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I think so. And I'm like, he was five years older than me. And I'm like, oh, you see us ending up together. And I'm like, well, then we need to talk about your situation. He's mm -hmm. like, uh, no, we don't. And I'm like, uh, yeah, we do. Because if we end up getting married, I go, your debt is my problem. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. I have no bad debt. Combining bank accounts. Thanks for the money. <laughs> yeah, I, and he was. Hey, what happened to my money? Oh, yeah, I just paid off my, my thing. And Why when, the fuck when, would you do that? When me and this guy were together, like, I was not at the pinnacle of money savvy mm -hmm. and he was horrendous with finances and so i was like okay one of us needs to get our shit together and the other <laughs> one needs to follow or we are doomed yeah. Yeah. and our age of purchasing a house will be dead twice over oh god oh Jesus. What, about, what about you joe any loans um not anymore yeah. nope they're all paid off i mm -hmm. I, had a, I, I was lucky with a bunch of scholarships oh, okay yeah, throughout then and then um, out of college. How much? How many loans did you have out before? Uh, oh, before when, when I first had to do loans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like before you paid it off, or was it at by the? Oh, uh, out of college was maybe like barely ten k. 
Ah, shit. Yeah. Ah, so pit up real quick. And that was my first priority. He's like, pay that shit. Get that out of the way. Because none of that that's interest not. bullshit. Mm-hmm. And that's one yeah. thing that pisses me off about credit cards or, or loans or anything is accumulating interest. Because then it's just, you're just wasting money. Yeah. Want to hear something fucking Burning. wild? What? So that guy that I dated who had that much debt to his name. Yeah. <laughs> one night, his, um, he had two brothers. And... All, all of us, all of them were dating a girl at one time, and the three girls and I were over at the house waiting for all of them to come to his parents' house, because we were all tasked with watching the parents' house for a weekend. And the one girlfriend goes, "Have you guys heard about the spreadsheet?" And we're like, "What?" She's like, the "Mom keeps a spreadsheet of all the money that the boys owe her, supposedly." And she calculate, and we're like, "What?" what? <clears throat> and so the one girl goes, "I know how to find files on a computer," and the other girl goes, "And I know how to wipe that we looked." And we're like, "Go look for it!" And so the one girl opens up the file on the computer, she finds it, and we see how much debt all of them are in, supposedly to the mom. And she calculated her own interest rate for them. She was charging her own kids interest. And what? the justification at the bottom of the Excel was that the uh, it's a better interest rate than banks still. Oh, God. And I was like, oh, my God. What the fuck? Oh, my God. We were all panicking. We cracked a bottle of wine after that. We were like, oh, okay, we need a minute. We need a minute. That's that's crazy. Yeah. That's great. Uh, I, get, you, I get definitely paying her back, but like if you had adding interest to your own children, that's, that's a little... It's a little much. <laughs> yeah, no, I would, I would I'd never fucking do that. Like, what the fuck? To you, you know, what, kids uh, or or like my close friends. You know, my yeah. is kind of kind of off topic, but the same thing. You know, what my grandma did to my mom. It was like a really good oh. thing. And I'm like, I I would totally do this if if this was the same situation. Mm-hmm. So um, after college or whatever, my mom, my mom had to move back in with my grandma with her mom. Yeah. At the time, and then she she's like, well, you got to pay me rent. So my mom was paying my grandma rent and stuff. And then when finally, like maybe a year later or so, my mom decided to leave and then when she left my grandma actually took all the rent that uh, my mom paid her and then gave it to her yeah my mom would never do no shit like that because like like, like, you're you're basically just you're putting your money in a bank so you're like you're getting rent for yourself that's kind of cool that she like rewarded her for being responsible yeah yeah Yeah. but she didn't tell her that until until she moved out i'm like Uh, oh that's dope that's dope that is that is damn that's kind of swift that is pretty dope. Swifty. Do you guys think you're where you're at? What you like told yourself like, oh, this is what I'm going to do out of college. Yada, yada, yee. Like, you know, once I graduate, are you like happy where you're at right now? Cricket. Mm-hmm. Cricket. <laughs> um, yeah. I'll go first, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I always knew I would be on the road to where I want to go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also kind of accepted from a young age. I just had this like premonition, this feeling that. I was going to realize at some point that um, everything I thought I wanted was going to change. And I, I also kind of understood at a certain point that once my perspective got shaped and whatnot, I understood I was going to be what society would probably look upon as um, a late bloomer mm. um, or because I'm sure to um, some people I'd be a spinster at this point, <laughs> but <laughs> like more like a late bloomer because um, I never saw myself as like a mom in her 20s. I never mm. really saw myself as somebody who was going to get married before my 30s. Yeah. Like I see myself, I, I know there are a couple things I know, like I, I do think I'm, I do know I'm going to get married one day. And I'm, it's, I'm only going to do it once. We're going to have the one big party, open bar, because I respect my friends. <laughs> and then we're, we're going to have at least two kids because none of that single child syndrome up in this shit. And um, that's kind of it. But, you know, for me, I've also I thought when I was younger that that was like the pinnacle of success. And for some people it is. And I'm, I'm so happy for them. But yeah. for me, it's 
yeah, I do think there's something to be said about who you share your life with. But for me, so much has that has come from these genuine personal relationships with friends and strengthening my bonds with my family. Um, I hope love with a human is possible at some point, but at this point I can't tolerate most men. So we'll see where that goes. Um, I've also learned that just, and I was a late bloomer to this too. When I was younger, a lot of my creativity was kind of stifled because I was told that won't produce anything for you. Mm. As I've gotten older, I've kind of had to have a reckoning with myself and being like, yeah, I might fucking fall flat on my face and fail. And yeah, maybe some people don't think I'm funny and they're wrong, Mm -hmm. but, um, I have to try and do what I want to do. So at this point for me, um, I'm very happy with where I'm at. I like that I've been taking small steps towards things I want to do and where I want to go. I'm fairly financially stable for our age and I don't have any toxic bullshit in my life. So honestly, how can I not be happy with that? Yeah, I like Big that. Big pet. And here's like a word that. from our sponsors. <laughs> what about you, Joseph the Third? He's only Am the first. Am I happy where I'm at? Yeah, I never... Fuck no. It, it's funny because, like, in reference to when, because if, if this was high school Joe looking at... Looking, <laughs> uh, looking at now, Joe. Freakazoid like, Joe. Whoa, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> Why are you blonde, bro? Oh, I thought yeah. I was going to be in a band and you're going to tour. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, it's funny because in high school, I don't know, I was... Um, I was in the uh, the learning disability classes, so yeah, I honestly didn't even too. think I was going to graduate college. Oh, I'll be sure. real. In high school, never thought that that would even be possible for me mm-hmm. because that's just how kind of high school, at least in my uh, sense and all the classes I had to go through, it didn't seem like that was possible. People who are in this class aren't smart enough to graduate college <laughs> and do yeah. stuff. Wow. And I think that kind of pushed me more. So then seeing high school Joe would be like, oh, hey, you're doing stuff, Joe. <laughs> you made it. You're doing you stuff, made it. Joe. But now, but since I've like kind of um, kept kept that going, college Joe, and probably pre coming out to LA into here now, I'd I'd still say I'm proud of myself. Yeah. I wish you know stuff would be even more like like I, I I've always loved music and I thought I would come out here to do music. So so I guess that aspect to be like you're not doing exactly what you came out to do, but everything everything changes. I'm really big on pivoting. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, you are. <laughs> That's for sure. So uh, no, I'm. Uh, <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, yes, I'm I'm happy where I'm That's at. good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, I had a teacher when I was in elementary. <clears throat> I was reading a book, Harry Potter, Goblin of Fire. And if you guys are familiar with the good size one. of that book, it's very massive. That's a good one. And in the rudest but nicest way possible, she literally told me that, oh, hey, Blair, you know, maybe you shouldn't read that book. It's just, you know, it just looks a little too big for you. And that literally, like, hurt my feelings growing, <laughs> growing, up, growing up through, like, I didn't even read any of the Harry Potter books after that, just because of oh that moment. God. I did see the movies and I, you know, did my like back research on stuff. Fuck on that internet. woman for ruining th- you. That, yeah, I didn't. I was like, I was really gonna, I read the, the other book? ones and then she said it was just too big that she felt like I couldn't read it. And, and, um, I wasn't a learning disability in high school. I was more, I was special ed. So, I was in the higher learning of special ed when it came to most things, uh, but lower learning when it came to math and reading. Hmm. Um, But I was like on the end of like, oh, you uh, where some special ed people, they had to have had like a, um, a person in class to help them. I was the one like, oh, you can have it. It's an option. So if you ever need us, we'll come. If not, you don't need us or whatever. Yeah. And um, yeah, going through like 
high school and stuff like that, I always actually knew I wanted to do acting, but the one thing that I always saw myself doing was sports Hmm. leading to acting, which is why I got into football and baseball because something told me that that was going to be the way that I was going to get to my career was like, Oh yeah, do these sports and they're going to open up the doors for you to do acting. And essentially in real life, that actually what's that's happens to a lot of people and they do like mm-hmm. professional sports. Yeah. They branch off the rock, for example. OJ Simpson but for the, yeah. Right. <laughs> but then for some reason, just when I got to college, it's a different ball game when it comes to sports from like Nebraska sports, you're rel- like pretty good. But then when you're going against people that are from out of state, they're like a lot better. And that just, um, you know, just kills your vibe. And I thought I was going to make the football team. And then the coach was like, yada, yada, yeah, sorry. Like none of you guys made the team and that discouraged me, but I don't know where I'm at right now. Like I'm actually really surprised that, um, I I am a little surprised right now. Like I, I do, I'm happy and I put quotes over that, but I I know my end game. I know what I want to do. I'm almost there, but I'm not there yet. But I'm 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 happy that I'm doing things relatively in that field mm-hmm. of work. Yeah. Podcasts, YouTube, and you know, skits and says so yeah. I'm doing things that would help, which is great. But uh, it took me like five years to move out here. I mean, fuck, Joe, you remember anytime you would come to <laughs> Omaha, you'd be like, oh, I'm moving out. And you're like, OK, Blair, I'll see you. And then when it happened, nobody fucking believed me. Like, oh, yeah, OK, Blair, you've been talking about moving out for years. And then when it happened, they're like, oh, shit, you you're gone. You actually did it. And yeah, it feels it does feel good being out here. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy. There's a few things, though. But yeah. Adulting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you yeah. guys feel like. <clears throat> Fuck me. Well, that too. Do you guys feel like the um, the rules have changed for society? Like what the expectations are? Do you feel like we're still kind of held to like antiquated ideas of success? Like if you were to give me the list of what makes a successful person, what do you think like a boomer would say it is? Uh, a nine to five. No, I don't, I don't think we are. A hundred percent. Like um, I think our parents... I think our parents are like frowned upon us and they're, they're mad at us. And I put quotes over that people that are listening, uh, because I think they're jealous that we figured out a way to make more money without putting our body through stress. Because I know my mom growing up, they had to work hours upon hours physically to make money. Whereas Nowadays, it's like people are finding ways through social media to make money for less physical work Mm -hmm. than what our parents had to do. Um, No, I don't. That's uh, interesting that you have that perspective because I almost feel like I kind of have a different perspective. I feel like as a millennial, we've lived through more of the this only happens once in a lifetime events than any other (laughs) generation. Yeah. Um, In our generation, we have had the largest tech boom like the greatest period of innovation that's ever been in the history of the world. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're the only generation who grew up with no internet and then saw the birth of it. True. true. I mean, and then you, you think of like, so we have all this innovation around us. Mm-hmm. We have all these connections. We know people could, uh, basically creating facades for themselves yeah. to parade around online. So we have to now discern what's real and what's not. Mm-hmm. We're still being worked crazy hours. And because things are getting so much more expensive, positions that we're supposed to be groomed for at this point we're having to offer ourselves up for free internships free labor in our yeah. 20s and our 30s 
because you need experience to get experience. And we still have people who should have been able to retire at this point, sitting in those head offices with sometimes antiquated ideas, sometimes good ideas, but still sitting in positions that should have been phased out for them at this point. And I'm not ageist. I think you can work at any age, but it's, it's difficult when you're in such a competitive market and millennials have gone, we are one of the most educated um, generations to have Mm -hmm. ever have lived. Mm-hmm. It almost to a point kind of made a college education null and void. And and that's True. not against anybody because I yeah. think it's an incredible feat for you to get through that, especially when we're all hormonal and horny yeah. and depressed and anxious to get through four years of figuring out how to do shit and go alone, go at it alone and know you're accumulating massive amounts of debt in most cases. That's kind of intense. But now I feel like we're in a situation where... People are like, you guys make so many excuses. And it's like, no, we work so fucking hard. Just we don't know what to do at a certain point. Mm -hmm. I think uh, education is uh, Joe's favorite word, pivot, uh, because of the fact that because of us millennials, we've created opportunities where we don't have to work 60, 80 hours a week. Uh, We created opportunities for the next generation to be able to make money literally just sitting on their fucking phone all day. Uh, and colleges and education had to pivot to keep people going because of the fact that like we go, people don't, (laughs) at the end of the day, we go to college to at some point make money. Okay. Like it's okay if you can say, it's okay if you want to say like, Oh, I don't always care about money. That's, that's, that's okay. But you don't go four years to be a doctor, to just be a doctor and not make some fucking cash. So if you have an opportunity to make money sitting around on fucking TikTok all day, you're going to fucking take that opportunity. And because of social media that has stirred people to not want to go to school. And so what do education people do? Well, fuck, we need to figure out how to get people in school. So let's add these things. Gaming. Gaming is literally a fucking college degree now because the fact that people are like, well, I'm 14 years old and I'm fucking making a lot of money. Why do I need to fucking go to college? So they fucking pivot and they add in things to get people to go back to school and stuff Hmm. like that. Uh, And it's because of us. It's because of us. We created Facebook. We created, you know, Vine and all that. We fucking created that. And it kind of like it's our little baby that kind of turned against us a little bit, just a little bit. (laughs) But at the same time, we millennials live through a little bit of our parents generation so we understand them but then we also understand the people after us so we're really stuck in between a lot of the conflict and i did see something a while back ago saying that millennials are better off like they're more than likely better to run the world better than anybody because we understand every fucking thing well you got chaos (laughs) you got chaos on the one side with gen z they are so chaotic (laughs) and sometimes for the the better i mean like i don't say that in a negative way but they are Mm -hmm. chaotic and then you 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 have like your stoic kind of set in their ways very much still kind of attracted to what's socially quote unquote acceptable mm-hmm. um or you know who are more stoic on the complete other side and then you have millennials the one thing i will say is i feel like we're pretty good at creating opportunity where opportunity doesn't exist like kind Amen. of Blair is getting at and i do think that does make us adaptable i, I do feel like we've become these social chameleons it, masters of pivoting because we have no choice yeah, yep. hands down. And that's why. Like, and I, th- I, I, I think that be- I think that comes from our parents, 
Because if you look at, like, for my, my mom, for example, obviously there's so many different reasons as to why, but for her, but her being a single, mom, uh, like, you know, parent, a single black parent, she literally had to always figure out different ways to make money mm-hmm. all the time. And I'm sure each and every last one of our parents, you, I'm sure you've seen them, like, have to figure out, like, how to make money so that a little bit of that comes from probably just like, oh, shit, you know. My fucking mom and dad did it. I should be able to. There's a phrase my dad says, and he's like, sometimes you have to do a bunch of things you you don't want to do and that you have to do to get to what you want to do and to be able to do what you want to do. He's like, you got to go through the muck to get to the good. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That that, that goes with everything. And then I think even one thing that I remember my grandpa telling me growing up, which kind of relates to to what we're talking about, is he said when he was growing up and he like he just got married at like 18 or some shit. So crazy. Crazy. And then (laughs) uh, 19 or 20 years old, he would dye his sideburns gray to get a job. Oh my God. In, um, in the Omaha World Herald or something. So Are they sh- thought he was, and then he lied about his age. It was so, so much came, easier oh. to do back then. Yeah, yeah, but I guess the same principles kind of apply with mm-hmm. like, you need experience to get experience. Yeah. Honestly, and I'm going to say it, fucking lie on your, on your, um, on your resume for things that for like four years experience. Cause yeah. like you could say, I mean, unless you're a fucking doctor or whatever, but if, yeah. you're, just, if you're doing like art or something that or business or whatever, just like go look, look at a YouTube, get it, get a random experience and then just, just lie, lie on mm-hmm. your resume. And then when you get thrown in and then you'll figure it out then if you, if you can't figure it out, you just get fired and go to the next one. Yeah. You know? The one thing I will say about that though, and this is kind of like in our generation where it's like your grandpa could go and dye his sideburns, right? And he could go in somewhere and, and get it done. We now have to kind of like check our bases where if we're going to fudge something on a resume and be like, will you cover for me? You, you need to go to the right people or you need to have your friend as your reference or something because we are so connected. Your recruiters, if they really want to, they could go look at your Facebook. They yeah. can go find your LinkedIn. Yeah. They can go search this and the other thing. I mean, I've had friends who are like, well, I didn't get a job. And I'm like, why? They're like, because they found my LinkedIn. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh. Oh, shit. And she's like, and they called me out. Damn. And she's like, and I told them, I know I can do the work, but I, I figured you wouldn't look at me. And they're like, well, we don't want somebody that lacks integrity at our company. <laughs> a question, you know. Cover your bases. That lie better. <laughs> lie, lie fucking better. Oh, what a tangled web. Word, word from word from Joe. Lie better. Honestly, are any of you guys even ready or financially stable to honestly, honestly buy a fucking house right now? Not here. Yeah. Well, okay. Not Ex- here. Exclude Not California, here. but like, yeah. Do you think LA. you could uh, somewhere else? You know, yeah. Midwest, sure. Yeah. But here's the thing. Know. Here's the thing too. See, there was an expectation back in the day because like you said, it was like, you know, get a good job or get an education to get a good job because the idea is that you're going to be supporting another human and you don't want to come into this union with a bunch of debt. And then the idea is you need to get a house because you're going to bring a bunch of tiny humans and you need to give them stability (laughs) and, and shit like this. I have seen single parents give their kids greater stability than people who are together and miserable with one another. I have seen people in apartment buildings be more successful than kids who grew up in mansions. Listen, we got to get rid of the antiquated, outdated idea of what the ideal American dream is because there are multiple American dreams now. And for me at this point, a house isn't a dream for me right now. It's it's a twinkle in my eye far off in the distance. The same thing with kids. It's it's not a thought right now. The dream for me is 
seeing something come from my side hustles Mm -hmm. and working my ass off at my job so that I can feel like that I've I've put my college education to use. I I like working. I like working hard. And if I can get myself into a position where I could write for a TV show one day, that would be my dream. Like that's honestly the dream for me is getting, oh, you want to write for a TV show? I just want, I just want to entertain people. Like, I, but, and I don't necessarily want to be like the talent in front of the, the, the Res, get on stage. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. So this is one story. I was, I was filming my cat and the cat. <laughs> but like, for me, it's like, I would love to see something that I wrote. Like I've been working on something based off of, um, a couple experiences at my airline. I've been mm. working on a couple things and it's just like to actually see that get turned into something one day would be incredible for me. Like, I, I love when a room is laughing and I know I did that. And I, I have this belief that once you kind of feel fulfilled and stable and happy with mm-hmm. your path in life, cause you have to work. I mean, yeah, very few of us get away with not having to, Yeah, yeah. I mean, if only I would start that only fans, <laughs> right? Marquette. <laughs> um, but the thing is, it's like, for me, I, I believe that like, a, a good relationship and the right people who are supposed to be my life will be attracted to me when yeah. I am feeling my grooviest. Yeah, for sure. It sounds like you, you know, kind of like, it sounds like what, like what my, what, what you just said sounds like what I want to do. Like, so as I'm, you know, reaching my goal in my career, like honestly, what I really would love to do ultimately once I, you know, become established and stuff, I really just want to like help people as much as I can within reason, like, you know, reach their goals and, you know, their dreams, because, um, I just know how hard it is to get where you're, you know, especially in this industry that we're trying to do. And it sucks not, uh, it sucks when people, people that have an, uh, successful platform doesn't really like, they don't. They, they, they only really help out other successful people. And it's like, that's cool. But I don't know. To me, I'm clout just like, plus man, clout equals I, super clout. I just, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just like, I just don't want to necessarily be that person. I want to like, you know, within reason, I'm not just going to fucking throw out handouts all the time. But like, yeah. if I see that you're actually doing it, I'll, you know, I want to help you try to get your foot in the door. Put your foot in the door. You can do the rest. Give them a but chance. You give them a fucking chance. My That's thing what, is, you know, if, I try. Make, if I make it, all the homies make it. Yeah. When I eat, you, you eat. Besides fucking sushi. That's not on Going my through. table. Mm. <laughs> That's never going to be on my fucking table. I'm a gyoza kind of guy anyway. You're a what kind of guy? Gyozas. Gyoza. Gyoza. It's like a dumpling. It's it's the noodle dumplings that's filled with chicken or pork. They're delicious. It's just a dumpling. They're so fucking. It's kind of it's the Japanese version. They come Uh, either pan fried or steamed. They're delicious. I mean, I don't mind dumplings if we're talking about dumplings. It's great. Anytime I I don't get sushi anymore, I get those. Oh, I I get both because I'm (laughs) chunky. uh, No, wait. So 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 um. To stepping back a little bit um, for for adulting and kind of going in into it, um, yeah, there, there, there's so much other shit that in school that we never fucking learn in real life. I mean, I mean we can lift off like what taxes, just anything with taxes, home shit. mortgage, oh, um, loans, interest right? rates. Hang on, stock market. Stock market. Look, hello, GameStop. Like, Why do you think they just don't teach those fucking things in in fucking high school? Because uh, I, they, I think they just assume that your parents would do it or some bullshit like that, which is no, not true. 
I mean, yeah, which if is, you, if is, you I mean, get lucky, I mean, yeah, you have no. a business parent. You know, I feel like so many people were probably just like, well, we figured it out. So they'll figure it baptism by fire. But it's just oh, no, like, no, no, no. Personally, I've never used the Pythagorean theorem any time in my life as an adult. But you know what I, I get told about? Well, there's there's interest on that. Like, oh, OK. What? What does 1.2% interest rate mean? What, what is it? Like, even with cars, like now in, in, in the business I'm in, I have to talk to auto dealers a lot. Mm-hmm. And I have to be like, what the fuck does this mean? What does this mean? What is it? And my, my dad and brothers are like, how do you not know what this means? And I'm like, because I don't even know how to change my oil or my tires. And I grew up in a dealership. <laughs> I was like, do you, guys, do you guys understand how sad this is? Like, these are life skills that everybody should know how to do. Sew a button on a shirt. Um, change a tire. Change your oil. Reset a breaker. Check your oil. Reset a breaker. Anything with household things yep. or cars. Yeah. Putting yeah. salt in your water softener. Like there was like classes called home ec or something. And they taught you how to bake day. a Whoa. shitty yeah, apple yeah, yeah. pie. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, at least yeah, in my school, I fuck know. home ec. Like I yeah. remember that. Shit. They taught you how to make <laughs> a shitty cake. apple pie, where you would take <laughs> the time that. throwing flour at the girl you liked. Right. Like, it was some bullshit. <laughs> They actually, there was a business class actually. So like, this is kind of opposite of your guys' experience. So I'm not trying to like shit on you. It's just, it was different. I was in a lot of college classes in high school. Oh, AP? I was above AP sometimes. Like I had to go to, to, (laughs) I had to go like to the, Ooh, you're a big timer. I had to go to the college to take some classes. Sorry Uh, that our public education sucks. I did go to a Catholic school. (laughs) Jesus y'all. And, um, but it was bec- it was because in southeastern Wisconsin it was known that uh, the education at a private school was insanely better. Yeah. And so um, one of them was a business class, and it was like the fledgling prototype. It was like a beta test of a business class, and it was good in essence. They wanted to teach us shit like. Um, balance sheets and stuff but it's like none of it was really applicable it's like mm-hmm. to, to take a test to get into a business school okay mm-hmm. maybe but it i was hoping it was going to be talking about mortgages no fixed yeah. fixed rate you know stuff like that things was, you can apply to real life it was balance sheets and statistics and shit like that and i was like this is ridiculous i'm like this this isn't this isn't any more helpful to like my modern my my life like i still and i would always tell be like to my parents i don't i don't know what's and they're like oh you'll figure it out i am 27 <laughs> years old i still can't explain to you half the shit <laughs> yeah. yeah uh do you any of you guys currently use algebra in your everyday life or trigonometry or anything like that? No. Oh, okay, cool. So when do I use like, sine? Why, why, why do we use sine, it? cosine, do, tangent? No. Yo, why do we take those classes? I'm just Ooh. curious. I've, I don't know. I've really uh, enjoyed such, it. I, I don't know. I enjoyed trig. It was very therapeutic. Yeah, I just don't understand why I wasted my time doing algebra, but like, I don't use it. What's at all? What, Come what on, I, Joey. What Joe, Joe justify about, it yeah, right yeah, now. No, no, no. Exactly. Um, I don't think. <laughs> It's it's hard because I I agree that like when when you know they, they give you all this stuff and they give you the equations mm-hmm. 
of like, here's the formula, here's how it's done. That's, that's what needs to be taught is the concepts in the formulas, how it's done can be whatever. Cause fucking computers do all that shit now. Yeah. Fucking, you can just put that shit in and it just works. You just got to understand the concept of how it all goes together and be like, this happens because of that. Oh shit. Okay. Now I get it. So now you can dive in deeper. Once you get the, the overall concept, then right, it kind of goes just, through. I, I, but when they're just yeah. like, start from, start from base one, then you're like, I don't give a fuck. I need to see why this, why this even well, and not only is that, a thing for me. I feel like the reason they teach all of that is because the idea is that we're going to become the these incredible critical thinkers, but like Joe said, a, I mean, that's a, a broken system. We're a generation that's, that's used computers for a majority of things. I mean, like, think about it. If you're trying to figure something out and you're frustrated you're just, enough, you're just cool. going to ask Google. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I mean, like, it's sad, but it's, it, what's funny is when we were younger, do you guys remember them telling us, like, you might not always have a computer with you or a calculator with you? And it's like, oh, yeah. I remember that fucking yes, shit. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I might not be wearing shit. a bra today, but I have my phone. Bro, I got so good at my fucking Texas instrument calculator. You could write like, boobies. So fucking good. Like, learning how to do. I did know how to do trig, but like I couldn't do it, like actually. But like <laughs> I just, I was like, no, I refuse to like try to really remember these problems that I don't use. Yeah. Basic math. That's literally all. I you know. guys want to know? Don't use that the shit. The most beneficial class that I was in in high school, PE, college. No, 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 no. <laughs> Spanish. Okay, that's fair. The most beneficial class that I probably was in. Um, there were two classes in throughout college that I thought were extremely beneficial. I was in a rhetoric class about persuasion and I was in, um, Spanish. There is something to the art of persuading people to do what you want them to do <laughs> without <laughs> it being manipulative. Hmm. And so for me, I was like persuasion and rhetoric and understanding how to kind of harness my charisma mm -hmm. is cool. Yeah. And I was like, and Spanish, I was like, this is it flexes it's your your brain to learn another language no. and it kind of redefines the synapses in it so that it kind of rewires itself differently learning another language in essence makes you smarter and the ability to communicate with more people was very appealing to me especially moving to somewhere like Los Angeles where so many people speak Spanish I was like this yeah. is actually beneficial to my life 100% oh. but it's like I had to take calc 2 <laughs> and I was like when the fuck <laughs> am I ever going to use this? When the fuck am I going to take this? This is a waste of tuition money. Oh, no, 100%. Fuck you. Yeah, no. Uh, I think ma certain classes, math in particular, it should, based on your degree, is like whatever you're going in college for will determine what what kind of math you, you need. I went for theater. I don't need to do. Oh, come on, really, algebra? For I theater? really think I agree come with on, Blair. Bro. I no, think that I, don't. I think that freshman year, if anything, they should throw you through the ringer, maybe just a little bit, and be like, "Here, we want to show you a couple other things, just to kind of round out your bases of understanding, just to make sure that you are pretty good about your major." And then I think they should really let you jump into your core classes sooner. Because for me, uh -oh. I didn't get to my major, yeah. major classes until yeah. like junior year. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I probably would have cared a whole lot more mm -hmm. and a whole lot harder and worked this fucking hard the whole time had this been m my curriculum sooner. Because like I said, oh, I'm not using Calc 2. I'm not using OCHEM. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I, I'm not using any of that. Bull- I, they made me cry a lot. They probably <laughs> made me emotionally a stronger person. But yeah. like, they have not helped me in any way whatsoever into getting Buku dollars in my wallet. <laughs> um, like, okay, so I, biology. That class was pretty cool. I love science, I do like, though. I do like science. I do like science. I do like learning about it. I mean, I'm not like super fucking smart, but I do like I do like. I just don't like chemistry, science. though. That branch but. can go kill itself. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck chemistry. Sorry, chemistry majors out there listening. Yeah, sorry, Fuck. chemistry majors. You're really cool, and I love that your mind works in a way that I will mm. never be able to compute because I've never cried more in my life <laughs> than yeah. in chemistry classes. Yeah. Is there was there any classes you took that you were like, why the fuck am I taking this? History of furniture. Costumes. I did I did a history of the Crusades. <laughs> I hated it so much. And you literally had to show up to the class and you had to write your name on a slip of paper. And as soon as I'd write my name, I'd slip out because I couldn't listen to the hundred year old woman lecture. <laughs> so ready? We get to the end of the semester and they're like, just so you guys know. Your entire grade, 90% of your grade rides on the final project. Oh, God. And I'm like, what kind of class is this? <laughs> what? So the final grade is we had to go into this historic library on the campus. We had to pick an artifact and we had to write about it. We had to analyze it. We hand in the artifact, right? They tell us they're going to give us back our grades the next week in class or two weeks from then. The week before they hand it back, the TA goes, is there an Emily? And I'm like, Rezinkowski? He's like, yeah. Is there? Are, are you, is that you? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, see me after class. And I'm like, oh, my God. What the fuck? And I'm like, hi. And he's like, and I'm thinking, thank God I stayed this day. And I come in. I'm like, hi. And he goes, I need to talk to you about your final project. I'm like, oh. And he's like, this was immaculate. He was like, this is you guys, I got wasted and just jumbled on the computer. I'm like, this appears to be a letter between an Italian merchant. And I made up a story. I used my writing skills to <laughs> bullshit the fuck out of what I was looking at. And he's like, this is, can I keep this for future, for future class things? And I'm like, of course, I put my heart and soul in that. I would be honored. I was drunk on a computer using my writing skills. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? I uh, One of the other classes I did, History of Theater 2, which is like <laughs> apparently the hardest class <laughs> in, in, uh, in, in, our, in our thing. But a similar situation, but it was the exact opposite. I worked so hard on this paper <laughs> for so long, and then when the day came to hand it in, when uh, so we we handed it in, in the class after he was telling the class, he's like, he said, guys, I feel like you're not even trying. Like I I, I graded this one paper the other day, and it was literally the worst paper I've ever seen in my entire career. Oh, no. And then we started reading out like something that didn't make sense. I'm like, oh, that's my fucking paper. <laughs> oh, oh my fucking god! I do not write papers. Oh my. My fucking god! Oh my god! What the well, fuck? damn! On that motherfucking note, what have we learned about adulting 101, guys? That there's no correct way to do it. You nope. just—it's groping around in the dark. We're the blind leading the blind, and the only thing I can really say about it is go Google it. Go Google it. Do what makes <laughs> you happy. Lie better. <laughs> Lie better. And, you know, but no. In all realness, I guess the only thing, because this was a heavier topic with adulting, is don't listen to what anybody else wants you to do. You have to do what feels true to you. Straight the fuck up. Yeah. I yeah. agree. And don't fuck up your credit. <laughs> don't lie better. Don't fuck up your credit. Don't fuck up your credit. <laughs> what the fuck? And don't if pre- all else fails, create an OnlyFans, a feed finder, or a TikTok. <laughs> it's back up. Well, thank you guys for listening to our lovely 
episode of Adulting 101. You guys can uh, find us on, wait, what is it? Hold on. C-A-C-O-W-T-B underscore O-T-A, cracking a cold one with the boys. Um, Joe and I, we have our little lovely on the air studios, Instagram. We have a podcast episode comes out every Thursday. You guys, they have a YouTube, they have Twitch, they have live videos, they're streaming, they're doing all the things. Just come laugh along with us and let's just evade adulting together. Until we see you next time where we're going to talk about the game of fucking love. I'm Rez. I'm Joe. And And I'm Marquette. He's really good at oral. (laughs) Bye. Bye. I fucking hate you.